Pittsburgh Steeler fans. This is the Steel Curtain Network editor, Dave Schofield, coming back on a Tuesday. It is Tomlin Tuesday. Yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers fell in defeat in a bad way in week one. But you know what? Tuesday is when you take it all in, you turn the quarter, and you got to look ahead and really get ready for that next matchup. But the Steelers have an extra day to prepare for with it being on Monday Night Football. So Coach Tomlin, even with the extra day, they kept it as a Tomlin Tuesday. They didn't bump everything back to a Wednesday. Honestly, I think it had to do with how the Steelers played on Sunday. No one no one confirmed this. This is just my, my, my own estimate that, yeah, they could have given the players maybe some more time off and bumped everything back a day. No, this team needed to go to work. They were in the facility going over things on Monday. They're back with their player day off on Tuesday, and they'll be on the practice field even though there won't be an injury report with basically a bonus practice coming on Wednesday. So Coach Tomlin, he stepped up to the podium, said good afternoon, and was ready to go. And the first thing that he said, I love this quote. Obviously, it was a stinker. That's what he says of talking about Sunday's game. He said they stunk up the joint, uh, himself included. So that was very important to know that that was going on there. And he said that the 49ers got their agenda done and we didn't. In other words, they stayed on their schedule while the Steelers did not. And he he actually talked about something with this at the very end of the, of the Q&A and, and took some time to stop and was kind of animated about it. Um, so we will get to that explanation um, that really goes into this more. We'll, we'll talk about that then rather than here. Um, he says that... Um, he says that you're going to carry this stench for a while from a game like this, but you got to roll up your sleeves and shift your focus and get and get moving towards what's ahead. Um, he said the the, the um, they had to they spent Monday assessing what happened and why, including assessing the preparation and everything that went in uh, to that game on Sunday, and they have to make the appropriate and necessary judgment uh, adjustments which includes the preparation. Um, and the key thing is not having an overreaction or a knee-jerk reaction uh, to everything. That um, The way I look at it is, is almost like um, minimizing the variables. Something went wrong. You can't just do the same thing. But you also can't change everything because then you don't know what wasn't wrong when you move forward. Um, so, so you really have to look at those things um, Going forward, um, he said about the they have to use the extra day wisely. Um, when he broke it down specifically to sides of the ball, th- or didn't all even say the three phases, um, he says that the offense was that the um, is, is that they the their chief ill was possession downs is was his exact quote, and he says um, and that but he also had to understand that their defense had a lot to do with that. Their defense got after it. Their defense got the job done against the Steelers' offense and put them into situations and where those possession downs weren't were going in the 49ers' favor, not the Steelers, because of what, what they were doing down in and down out. On defense, he says um, that, that about uh, – I'm trying to read um, – trying to read my writing about um oh there it is. I figured it out about they they wanted to minimize the run game but failed that's what it was that <laughs> they said that they failed um and that said that their communication was not up to snuff is what he said with when it came to the defense and then with special teams he said 
they didn't punt well enough, especially early on when you're talking about um, early with that. And that's, I'm going to tell you, that's not, this isn't Coach Tomlin talking on. This is my own thing putting out there. That's not all necessarily laid at, laid at the feet of the punter because, yeah, that's a big part of it, huge part of it. I will say that first punt, it was dangerously close to getting blocked. So at that point, you know, that would have been even more devastating was to have a punt block on that very first one. But it just – it simply wasn't good enough. Um, that um, – and and but Coach Tomlin finished it up talking about last week saying that there were some positives, but not worth mentioning in this setting. Not enough positives to really go on about them. So then he turned his focus to the Cleveland Browns, and he says it starts with Mr. Chubb. I think he referred to him as Mr. Chubb probably at least three times throughout this, this press conference. Um, he says he's a guy. He keeps him on schedule. He says then then beyond that, you know, then you get to just Deshaun Watson, who has that ability to extend plays. Um, he has a lot of quality eligibles there. So, But it all starts with Mr. Chubb. Um, he, he talked about their offensive line and kept talking specifically about their interior, how they have top-notch guard play. Part of that might have been to not take a, you know, put into that they did lose one of their tackles for the season. They lost their right tackle uh, for, for the season. The Browns did it in week one. Um, he said their their defense, they get after people with their front four. You know, they, they brought in Zadarius Smith to pair with Miles Garrett, and they, they've done a good job of pairing somebody significant with Garrett during his time being there. Um, and they have a veteran secondary that he said on multiple occasions that he thought their corners won the game for them last week that he thought it was what they were able to do at the cornerback position that, that really won them the game. Then before getting into questions, Coach Tomlin then talked about the injury. So we'll go ahead and do that before we take a quick break. And right out of the bat, talked about Cam Hayward's injury, and Coach Tomlin, not specifically making a big statement, was confirming what was out there. Is He's like, you know, he's out. They're scheduling the surgery. So I know some places said, well, they're still waiting to see if they have to do surgery. He says they're scheduling the, sur the surgery, um, that they'll have more on that after the surgery is done, and that replacing him is not a one-man job. It's going to be a lot on the different players and coaches to replace Cam Hayward. Deontay Johnson, he says that he is probably unavailable this week, and he didn't even focus on the word probably. He's like he, the focus was unavailable with his hamstring, and that just like the reports that came out, they'll be able to assess that more later in the week to maybe get a better timetable on his availability, but it's not going to be this week. Then he mentioned how other players are in a position that they can – they have – the opportunity to play this week, especially with the extra day, started off with Chooks and Corfor being in the protocol, but he's got time to work through that protocol um, with the game on Monday. Uh, Pat Frermuth said he could be limited early. He didn't specifically mention his injury. I'm pretty sure it's a chest. Also mentioned James Daniels and Larry Okunjobi being limited earlier in the week. Both of them were reported to on Monday being a walking boot. So I would not be shocked if – I mean, all those names are going to be on the injury report. The only question is, are they going to be limited or are they going to be DNP? Um, but the, the the key is is to get them up to where they need to be um, 
Saturday is really when the final injury report is, but really the goal is Monday. Just a reminder, that's when the injury reports run this week. They don't, it's not Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And the Steelers have up until 4 p.m. Monday to make their moves, to make any, to, to make any of the moves that they have. Whew, okay, well, next up was all the, the questions that came to Coach Tom, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back to answer some of these questions, 20-some players that we was talking about, so stick around. All right, Steelers fans, here we go. Let's dive into these questions. I'm going to hit most of them. I'm good. I'm not necessarily every, every single question, simply because they 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 didn't bring out as much of, of the information. Um Todd was asked about um losing Cam Hayward and the other things that he brings. In other words, Coach Tom then referred to him as the intangibles. He's like, we're still going to get the intangibles from Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward's going to be around the facility doing Cam Hayward things. It's the tangibles, it's the on-field stuff that they're going to be missing from Hayward. Was asked about, you know, Liao and Loudermilk, um, you know, being able to step up. Coach Tomlin threw out the name Keanu Benton in there as well. Um, says that you know that that there was tough decisions to make with even shaping this defensive line room because they had such quality depth. You know, players that didn't make the team ended up with the practice squad. I mean, my goodness, Armand Watts, quality player, inactive. Okay, he's going to be into the mix. We'll talk about that. That was actually the next question about Armand Watts, um, you know, being in the mix. He says he's a guy under consideration. You know, the biggest thing with him is, is he he was the only guy other than the rookie that wasn't on the Steelers last year, you know, other than Keanu Benton. So it's still getting acclimated to Pittsburgh, and part of that was that with him. But he's definitely a guy that can be in the mix there as well. Was asked um, a number of questions about Kenny Pickett. Was asked about a bounce back. Um, he said the biggest thing to help him bounce back is he's a fully committed person. He puts in the time and the effort and everything else. He's fully committed to everything. So that's the kind of person that that's that makes that they put themselves in a position to bounce back easier. Um, was asked about Allen Robinson, uh, what what he brought, and uh, and what you know him stepping up in the absence of Deontay Johnson. He said, you know, he's he's a steady presence, and that's part of the reason why they brought him in. Um, was asked about the limited rookie snaps, um, and Coach Tomlin was like, you know, they dipped their toes in, and the reason they had limited snaps is because they were actually given limited roles to minimize what they were preparing for. So. Then he he got into that towards the end as something I talked about with with um, that that I said was a he really went into stuff when he was talking about um, about the agenda. So we'll talk about that even a little bit more. He went into that deeper, but he says their their contributions will continue to grow. Was asked about the defensive communication, and he's like, especially up front, he's like, you always have to communicate fast. You've got to be ready. Okay, their their mantra is ball 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 ready. We're ready. You know, you've got to be ready to go when 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 the ball's ready to go. So uh, they just got to get better at that. Was asked about Kenny Pickett again. I said asked several questions. Here was where they he did talk about him again. We talked about him being banged up, and you know, did he get evaluated on that third play of the game where later on you saw that it looked like his head hit the ground? And um, Coach Tomlin's like, you know, we've got a lot of people and a lot of medical staff and people specifically designated to watch that stuff with the quarterback. He's like, so I didn't really see that and assess that live in game. 
He's like, but I saw it afterwards and, and everything. But Kenny, you know, he I guess he went through stuff or spoke with people, didn't talk about any symptoms at all. That never really came up as being that it was a problem. Um, if you are on social media, you've probably seen the clip of, hey, did uh did did, did Kenny Pickett, you know, have a problem here where he's headed to turf? Um, you know, no excuses, nothing like that. Um, was but was that then was asked about his inaccuracy. Um and this was kind of where, you know, no excuses or anything. He said there was nothing in particular that pointed to the inaccuracy issues um, with Kenny Pickett. And he's like, and this was a line that Coach Tomlin throw in there, threw in there now, which I which I kind of like the way I know what he's saying with this. He's like, the tape is in the bin. In other words, we've done our breakdown of what happened last week. We know what's going on, rather than, you know, the point now is you have to move forward knowing what you learned from that tape. You don't have to sit back and dwell on that tape. You know, figure out what it is and the focus should be on on not what not what you did wrong, but improving what you did wrong. Identify it, then go out and it's all about everything moving forward, not about rehashing everything that you did. Um, was asked about um, Jim Schwartz, the, the defensive coordinator. Coach Tomlin talked about him some in the opening, and I didn't have uh, any of that specific stuff written down. Um, but but he said, you know, it's it's one game with him so far. But the big thing with him is that he was probably – he's like, it looks like he was specifically brought in here because he matches what they were already doing. So it's just one of those, those fits. So what they've done in the past – you know, you know, Jim Schwartz can do those things that, that Cleveland has done in the past on defense. Um, was asked if the McCaffrey tape would help prepare for Nick Chubb, and Coach Tom's like, "We've got enough tape on Chubb um, in, in order to to figure that out." Was asked about now, so in, so in other words, the tape on McCaffrey isn't about assessing what Chubb can do. The tape on McCaffrey that they've gone over is about assessing what you did not do and making sure you're correcting it. That's me talking about that just for some clarification there on what, on what was really going on was asked about veteran leadership, something that Patrick Peterson brought up. Um, and coach Salmon says, you know, you know, the, the been there, done that guys help to deal with these kind of things, especially the good, especially in the winning, but it also helps with the bad as well. But he talked about, you know, that veteran leadership of guys that have been there before help other guys understand what it's like to be there before was asked about the inside linebacker rotation. He's like, we've got three varsity guys, is, is, is what is the way Coach Tomlin described that. Um, was asked if they're going to look outside the organization to to help with, with people coming in because of the injuries that they've sustained. Um, and, and, and Coach Tomlin's like, you know, you don't rule that out, but they've got in-house solutions and they could go from outside to look at these things. Uh, everything should be on the table. Um, was asked about, you know, Brandon Ayuk. This was a good question. I'm pretty sure this was Tim Benz that asked this. He's like, was that an issue, you know, him, you know, eight receptions, all the yards on eight targets, the two touchdowns. Was that a byproduct of the focus on minimizing other players? And Coach Tomlin basically was, was like, without saying, yeah, he said, yeah, you know, they were focused on, on, um, on minimizing the Debo Samuels, the George Kittles, the Christian McCaffreys. Um, but Ayuk, you know, took it, takes advantage of that situation and makes the plays. 
So, uh, you know, tip of the cap to him. Was asked about um, Dan Moore, if he's got to throw in at right tackle. And Coach Tomlin's like, I'm not ready to jump to that yet. We said that we got people that are that are, uh, that are are going to be um, – we'll see how the how the week goes. I'm sure Dan Moore will probably be working at right tackle at the beginning of the week if Chooks Core 4 is unavailable or limited. So that, that was me saying it, not Coach Tomlin. He didn't, he didn't go into that detail. Because another detail that Coach Tomlin didn't say that I thought of is – he played four snaps at right tackle. We're not ready to, you know, it's not like you're going to assess everything that he did in those four snaps. Um, was asked about the offensive line in general and how they, you know, they they minimized Bosa. Um, and Coach Shom said that he thought the pass protection was good until the end when the Steelers got one-dimensional and it made it much that much more difficult. Um, so that was interesting. I don't know that I would talk about it being good, but yeah, it definitely was not what it needed to be at the end. So I could agree with him in that. Um, was asked about Joey Porter only playing in nine. Now, this is when Coach Tomlin went off and talked a little bit about the agenda. So I'm going to try to sum up everything that he said here the best that I can. And he's like, Joey Porter being in dime and only playing in dime was his role last week. The thing is, they kept us out of dime because that was his role. And because they were able to do their agenda, that meant that we didn't have him out there because of what his role was for this week. Coach Tom's example is like, you're not going to play dime in third and two. And when they're out there with having constantly having third and two, that just that minimized those snaps. It's not like they went in planning that all oh, Joey Porter is only going to get seven snaps. Coach Tom didn't say that exactly because he didn't mention the number of seven snaps. But that's kind of what he says. Like it's not that they pl- we planned on him only playing that limited amount, but we had him prepared in a certain package, and then we were not able to deploy that package very much because the because the offense was on the 49ers offense was able to keep their agenda, and we were not. So that was his explanation to that, and hopefully that makes sense. Um, was asked about Desmond King being inactive, you know, and, you know, can they get him more up to speed? And he's like, you know, the 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 week's going to tell us more. Uh, it's not – it's definitely not an issue of conditioning. He said we tested that before we signed him. So it's really just going to be, you know, getting up to speed with everything, and we'll see how the week progresses. Um, and then the last question that I have that I – I know there were a couple others in there – but that that I wanted to note was the very last one uh, was about Cam Hayward and his injury. And the question was, was that something that happened in game or was that something he was experiencing and then was aggravated in game? And Coach Tomlin said it happened in game. He was asked if it, if it was a specific play. Coach Tomlin said, I don't know that that was definitely the play, but it was something that continued to grow in game. But the first instance of it happened in game. So it wasn't that Cam was coming in a little bit dinged up and it, and it, it, and it escalated. That was not the case at all. So that was everything with this press conference. Hey, make sure you're checking out steelcurrentnetwork.com for all your editorial needs, for all the articles, everything great stuff we have there. Um, We've still got great stock report, some breakdown from KT Smith is always good stuff. Um, I'm posting various breakdown of the PFF grades, which believe it or not, this week, I think most of them were were fairly accurate. Um, I don't always believe they're accurate. They're like I say, they're an opinion, but I, that I give my opinion on their opinion. Um, but it, I just put it out there because it's someone, someone else, I'm reporting someone else's opinion and then also giving my own. Uh, whew, and then, but there's a lot more to go with the Steelers turn the page and, and, and head towards 
their first AFC North matchup of the year, their first primetime game of the regular season. Um, Monday night home, Acrisure Stadium. They've got to get ready for it. They've got a quality opponent coming in that's looking to go 2-0 and in the division. And the Steelers are what's standing in their way, and they've got to get ready for it. Make sure you're checking out all our podcasts. There'll be some slight adjustments, not until weekend time, just because it's a Monday game. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be able to do my I – don't, I don't know when last-minute thoughts is going to be coming out. Um, probably not Sunday morning because – the Steelers don't play till Monday. That wouldn't be, I don't know if that would be very last minute or not. Or we might keep it on schedule and keep it where it normally is so you know where to find it and we'll just go with what we got. We'll, those are some of the things that we'll be figuring out this week. But uh, other than that, our, we'll, you'll be seeing the same podcast schedule um, through through the weekdays, um, even though it's a Monday game. And then next week there'll be some slight, slight adjustment based on there being a Monday game. Whew, so there it is. That was the press conference. A lot to take in. The, it's it's time to turn the page. I said it last year when the Steelers played the Bills. I'll say it, but just change the team for this year. The Steelers can't go back and unsuck against the 49ers. They sucked. That's what happened. The only thing you can do is to not suck again the next game. So you can you can beat yourself up about it all you want as the players. All that's going to do is keep you from getting prepared for the next week. So the Steelers turn the page, move forward. We'll get back and see what's going on with that. Hey, make sure if you're interested in joining this live Scobro show just after 9 p.m. I say just after because we try to go at 9 p.m. and we're never on time. Uh, tonight on our YouTube channel, uh, just look for Steel Curtain Network. If you're not already subscribed there, if you are, you should get the alert. It's also going to be on our Facebook, Steel C Network on Facebook, um, or on our Twitter, which is also Steel C Network. It'll be streamed there. That's a lot of fun, me and my brother breaking down the, sh- breaking down the game and talking about the next week, family style. Whew, there it is. Let's get this stink. Try to get it washed off of us. But like Coach Tomlin said, I mean, he he well, not just obviously it was a stinker, but he said, um, you're going to carry that stench for a while. I know the fans are going to carry it as well. But let's try to wash that off and, and say, hey, let's see what this team can do against the Browns. And as I say, to always close these out, go Steelers.